Sorry, we got that <laughs> a little mixed up. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors here at Horizon Church. I just want to ask you a question to start today. Has there ever been a moment in your life where something has been dragged right into the middle of it and plopped right in the middle of your life and you're like, I have no idea what to do with this. It feels kind of unexpected, like you have no idea where it came from or how to deal with it. It just something has been plopped right in the middle of your life and your job is now to figure out how to deal with it. Six days ago on Sunday, the Sunday before Christmas, uh, Horizon Church is meeting currently on a parking lot at Panorama, our future home. We're going to be there soon. Um, we're meeting under tents at Panorama on a parking lot. And the Sunday before Christmas was literally like a pastor's dream come true. It was perfect in almost every single way. The kids sang Go Tell It on the Mountain with like motions and stuff. Then they left the service and they went to have a birthday party for Jesus. So they're like pumped to be there. They're having a, a great time. They have a little tent beside our tent. So they're out there having a birthday party for Jesus. The band is singing with all their heart and soul. Some of my very favorite Christmas songs. Things are like literally like, I mean, to be under a tent on a parking lot, things were like picture perfect for the Sunday before Christmas. It was like a real joy. I stand up to offer the message, to teach and to preach for that, for that morning. And, um, you know, I'm just like pouring my heart out uh, before the people of Horizon. And I hear something being dragged across the parking lot, like... <laughs> And I'm like, if you ignore it, it just will go away, right? So I just kept talking. Like, I just keep, like, this, this is my heart. Share my heart. Like, telling people about Jesus coming into the world. I'm like, just, and this dragging sound still is happening. So there's, there's this small opening in the back of the tent. And I'm looking out the tent. And y'all, I kid you not, there's a man who I've never met before. I've never seen before. He doesn't look like he's there for Horizon. He is dragging a big plastic ship across the parking lot of Horizon, straight to the Horizon Kids tent. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do right now. And so then, as I hear this and see this going on, I hear the children start to scream, like, ah, they're so excited because like a ship is sailing into them as they celebrate Jesus' birth. So they're all excited and screaming, and now they've left their safe and confined spot that our Horizon Kids staff is, like, keeping them, you know, having fun with their birthday party for Jesus, like, keeping them all. So they're all, 35 of them are running as fast as they can to this man who's dragging this plastic ship across the parking lot. And at this point, I've just stopped talking. Like, there's no point in continuing to talk. And so I look out, and I don't know how this happened, but three adults have stood up and intercepted the 35 children, three of whom are mine, so I'm a little nervous about it. Three of these adults have, like, stopped the kids. And you see Kara Sundar has Lysol wipes sanitizing the boat so the kids can enjoy this uh, Christmas ship that was delivered on Christmas morning. Talk about something just being drugged right into the middle of your picture-perfect Sunday and plopped right in the middle of your life and now you have to figure out how to deal with it, right? I have no idea where we're going to put a big plastic ship in a bowling alley, but we, um, we'll figure this out at some point in time. But if I'm honest with you all, if I'm really honest with you all, this isn't the only thing that's been drugged into the middle of my life, plopped right in the middle of it, that's been unexpected, if I'm really honest, unwanted, and it's interrupted everything that I thought. I bet, I bet the same things happened to you this year. Something unexpected has been drug into and plopped 
right in the middle of your life. After the service, I asked uh, the adults who intercepted this, I said, can you tell me what happened? And the man who delivered this ship was experiencing homelessness. He's a man in our community who doesn't have a place to lay his head down at night. He heard our kids celebrating the birth of Jesus. He could hear their songs and the things that they were celebrating. And he wanted to just up the celebration a little bit and give them a gift. So earlier in the day, he'd walked by a ditch, and someone had thrown this, this ship into the ditch, and he drug it out of the ditch, he dragged it down Dale Mabry Highway, and he gifted it to our kids to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Thank you for unexpected things that are plopped right down in the middle of our lives. But not everything is good or wanted like that, right? This year, my family had unexpected medical diagnosis just dragged right in and plopped in the middle of our lives, and we had to figure out what to do with it. It changed everybody's schedules and the way they were operating in their lives. There were parenting issues that I had to deal with. Some, my kids had to deal with stuff, just issues that we had to deal with as a family, just drug right in the middle and plopped right in the middle of our lives. Some people that I love dearly experienced the loss of someone they loved, grief, Pain was drug right in the middle of their lives, just plopped right in the middle of it, and they had to figure out what to do with it. What has been drug into the middle of your life this year? Just plopped right in the middle of it, and you had to figure out what to do with it. In a world where unexpected things are drug into our lives all the time, career changes, financial changes. Some of you, this is your first Christmas ever in Tampa. This is the coldest one you'll have for the next 30 years. I hope, I'm claiming it from right here. It is cold here. But there are unexpected things in your lives that have been dragged, dragged right in the middle of your lives and plopped right in the middle of it. And you're, having, you're sitting here tonight figuring out how you're going to deal with it. I need to tell you, in a world in a world where things are dragged and plopped right in the middle of our lives, the Christmas promise from God is true. That Jesus, through Jesus, God dragged light into the darkness. Those things that have been dragged into your life that cause, ho cause hopelessness and despair, cause darkness and pain, cause shame and confusion, in the place of all of those things that have taken up room in the middle of our lives, God, through Jesus, drags light into the darkness. Through Jesus, the Christmas promise is that God drags joy into the middle of our despair and heartache. Through Jesus, the Christmas promise is that God brings hope, literally drags hope into the middle of our despair. God drags love into the loneliest and most desolate places in our lives and in our world. Through Jesus, the Christmas promise is God is dragging light into the darkness. Whatever it is that's been drugged and placed in the middle of your life, the good news is, the Christmas promise is, that God is dragging something more powerful and more amazing than that. The Christmas story isn't just some story that we, we hear about once a year, maybe not once a year, depends on you know, where, how the last few years have been. It's not just a story that we, we've learned about from thousands of years ago. The Christmas story is true right now and right here. Mary, nine months pregnant, was asked by the governor, like decides that everybody in the, in the place has to be counted. And so she's drugged out of her home nine months pregnant. She traveled on a donkey over 100 miles. What, what, we, what we know now, what 
we don't always know when we read this story is it was likely the rainy season. So when people heard these stories thousands of years ago, they knew Mary was traveling 100 miles in the pouring rain. Dark, cold, wet, 100-mile journey to Bethlehem to be counted as a number, not as a person. A governor literally dragging people out of their homes mixing up their lives, and they've got to deal with all of these things. Joseph, who's a carpenter, has a thriving business at home, has to leave his work and go with his wife to be counted as a number in a place. Talk about having things drug into the middle of your life. These shepherds, these shepherds, a hundred years before they were a shepherd, the job of being a shepherd was a notable, like an awesome job, right? It was a job, King David, the, the king of Israel was a shepherd, this was a good job to have. But now, because, and I'm serious, because of inflation rates, it takes two or three times as many sheep as it used to to make ends meet. Cold, wet, dark nights just being drugged into the middle of your lives and you have to deal with it. The people in the Christmas story, they know this. They know what it's like on Christmas Eve to be sitting in, in just in cold in darkness, dealing with things that have been drugged to the absolute middle of their lives and having no idea what to do with it. But here's the Christmas promise. Here is what the Christmas story teaches us. It teaches us that God's plan, God's love, God's plan can be trusted. It can be trusted. Somehow we have to trust and hope because of the Christmas story that in the middle of the darkest and hardest things being drugged into the middle of our lives that God is dragging something more powerful. He is literally dragging light into darkness. He is literally dragging joy into our despair. Through Jesus, God is dragging that into our lives. That is the promise of Christmas. Mary on the back of a donkey gives birth to a baby boy, and she holds him in, his, in her arms, she has no idea that this baby boy is going to make sure blind people see, that sick people are healed, that people on the margins that have been ignored for hundreds of years are going to be seen and known and given a purpose. She has no idea what the next 33 years of his life will hold. She just holds him in her arms, and she hopes that the Christmas promise will be true, that God's love can be trusted. God's love can be trusted. The shepherds fall at the, at the manger to worship a baby boy. They have no idea that this baby boy will deliver them from the very things that are oppressing them and, and that are hard for them. They have no idea. But you know what they do? They fall on their knees and they worship him because they have to cling to the Christmas promise that God is dragging light into the darkness, hope into the despair, joy into the confusion and the chaos. God is dragging good things through Jesus into the world. God's plan can be trusted. If you are in the middle of something right now and you have no idea, no idea, I want you to hear, you are in this place for a reason tonight. God's plan can be trusted even if you don't see it all. God's plan, the Christmas promise is, it can be trusted. When things are drug into the middle of our lives, we find ourselves giving, right? 
We give to our, our children, our jobs, our family, our, our organizations, our churches. We just give, give, give when these unexpected things happen to our lives. We just find ourselves absolutely give out, right? Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, they know this. They know what it's like to give. Mary gave birth for crying out loud. She knows what it's like to give, right? She's given everything she has. Joseph has given everything he has to protect this baby that he didn't even know was on the way. He has done everything he can to protect this baby boy and do what he can to help his family. These shepherds have left their flocks. Their most precious resources are left in a field and they came to see the Christmas promise. Because this is the second thing we know about God's love made known to us through Jesus is that God's love can be received. Give out an exhausted people. You don't have to earn it and you don't deserve it. But God's love through Jesus can be received. What does it look like tonight for you give out exhausted people to simply receive the gift of Jesus? A gift that you don't deserve and you can't earn. You can't work hard enough to earn God's love. It's already yours. All you have to do is open your heart and receive it. The shepherds did it. Mary did it. Joseph did it. In the middle of the craziness and chaos and pain of life, they just opened their arms and their hearts and their lives, and they just simply received, they simply received the love of Jesus. And the last thing I want you to know is that as you receive that love, there's something so good about God's love made known in Jesus is it comes into our world. It doesn't stay where it is. When Mary and Joseph and the shepherds receive this love of Jesus, it literally like wriggles out of their bodies and it it goes into the the community. The shepherds go and tell people, you're not going to believe it. The Christmas promise is true. God loves us. God sees us. God hears us. God knows our pain, and God has sent something to save us, and you're not going to believe it, but it's a baby. The Christmas promise is true. Even as a little baby, the love of Jesus is received, and it wriggles its way out of our lives and into the world because God's love can be shared. Through Jesus, our purpose is made crystal clear to us. It's why you hear of people who have been freed from addiction. It's why Jesus and God is so closely linked to that. Because there's something about their purpose being made crystal clear and having to be shared with the world, and it literally keeps them okay. God's love can be shared. As you receive it, your purpose becomes crystal clear, and it it can't help but to be wriggled out and into the world. God's love has to be shared at work, in your family, in our community, at Cheremonte Elementary School, in every corner and bypass of the world, God's love through Jesus will be made known. It will be shared with a world desperate for it. My favorite moment, maybe of my entire life at Horizon Church, was watching the kids play on this boat, laugh and scream just like they're having fun tonight, making noise. They were laughing and screaming and having fun. And the man who delivered this ship to us took a few steps back from the mob of children. He looked at them and watched them having fun. And I have never seen joy like I saw on his face that day. 
It just absolutely radiated. He sang joy to the world with us at the end of the service, and he was like beaming with joy because he shared what little bit he had with kids so that they would know and could celebrate more about the love and birth of Jesus. And I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. God's gift of love through Jesus to all of us God is doing the same thing. He sees this gift of Jesus he's given to us and to the whole world, and he literally just steps back because he knows what joy and goodness it brings to each of us, and he steps back and he just smiles. He is so grateful to celebrate the joy and goodness with all of us through Jesus. And I ask you tonight, can you trust him? Can you trust his love made known to you through Jesus? Will you be still and okay long enough just to receive his love? Just know you don't have to do anything. Can you just receive it? And my goodness, y'all, we live in a world desperate for his love to be shared in the darkest places and crevices of the world. I need to tell y'all something. This Christmas story wasn't just something for Mary and Joseph hundreds and thousands of years ago. This story is for us. I sat in a church in September, and a man that my husband and I had literally prayed for on our knees came walking into our church healthy and happy and sober, and he set up, him and his kids set up the chairs you're sitting in right now. God is dragging light into the darkness right now in 2023. There are babies in arms making noises right now that we on our knees as a church prayed for. And they are light in the middle of this season. God in 2023 is still dragging light into darkness. There are 14 little lunch buddies at Sheremonte Elementary School that don't always have a reason to get up and go to school because they get F's on everything they turn in and they just can't seem to get it right. And every single Wednesday they know at 11.30 there's going to be an adult who loves them and cares about them to have lunch with them because in 2023 God is still dragging light into the dark. Whatever it is you're dealing with in your life, I need to tell you we have clung tightly and we know this in this church. God's love through Jesus can be trusted. It can be received. You don't need to earn it. Just simply receive it. And God's love can and should be shared. Don't hold on to that candle just here. Let it light something inside of you and share it with a world desperate for it. Tonight... Tonight may be a night where you have never, ever received the love of Christ. And I just need to offer you an invitation tonight. I, I just ask you, if you've never received the love of Jesus, I'm going to pray in just a few moments. If you'll just pray that prayer in your heart and in your mind with me, that you will receive God's love, that you'll trust his love to lead your life, and that, that he'll use you to share it. Some of you, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since you've been in church, since you felt the presence and the realness of Christ. Pray again tonight. God, let me receive your love. Let me trust you. And let me share that love and purpose with a world that needs to hear it. Don't let the Christmas story only be in this building, y'all. Let us in 2023, in 2022, tomorrow, tonight, let us be people who share the light and love of Christ with a world desperate for it. Will you pray with me?
God, I thank you so much for each and every person in this room. I thank you for your love made known to us through Jesus. I pray tonight for the people who have never received your love, who who have never ever just opened themselves up to receive it. I pray, God, for them tonight. Say, open themselves up to you to receive that love. I pray for those who are struggling tonight to trust your plan and your love, God. I pray tonight that they will see glimpses of you dragging light into the darkness, joy into the despair, hope into the hopelessness, God. I pray that they'll sense you bringing light into the darkness. And I pray for those of us who know your love, who maybe aren't as committed or, 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 or compelled by it as we used to be, God. Can tonight, on Christmas 2022, can that be the night that we start taking it really serious to share your love with a world that needs it. We love you, and we thank you for loving us. Amen.